it'll be interesting talking to you next week to see how you're What's faring. that? Well, because you'll be Oh, in the to room see if I got off yourself. the ship? Well, yeah. You know. They, I'm used to it though. Uh, yeah, I don't but, socialize. I don't need people. But when you <laughs> can't leave, when you're when you're told that you can't leave, I think it's a different you know, I think it's I think it's a, it's different mentally. Yeah. Because if you're at home, you could like get in the car, you could go for a ride and be like, well, at least I'm out of the house. Right, right. Well, and I have one of the rooms where the windows don't open. Oh. <laughs> and it's it's a, it's a little warm. Yeah. It's like 27 Celsius, which yeah. I guess is like 80. Yeah. <sighs> but it's all right. I'm in a t-shirt and shorts and have a big sticker on the window that says, beware of pigeons entering room. <laughs> <laughs> so is there no AC? Well, there's AC. Yeah. But the the heater was also on. The radiator was also full blast when I got in here. Oh. So I turned on the AC, and if I stand right under it, I can feel it. Yeah. But it's not doing a really good job of cooling the room. <laughs> but it. I mean, I've got a little fan with me, so. Oh, okay. I'm making do. Making do. Start putting your ass cheeks up on the window until somebody complains. <laughs> yeah. You're like, look, my my AC doesn't work. <laughs> the Ant Monkey Dance This week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing well, considering. Considering what? That you're four thousand miles away. That I'm four thousand miles away, and I'm locked in a hotel room for another six days. <laughs> you're in a strange country by yourself with nobody to talk to. Yes, <laughs> but at least they speak my language. Well, that's always. Wait, yeah, but they got that funny accent. They do have that funny accent. But they all sound really polite. That's just that's just a front. They're, they're all cursing you behind your back. Oh, I'm sure they are. Stupid Americans. Another fucking American, man. Why do they all eat hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you arrived safely. Yes. Yes, plane didn't crash. Didn't choke on a chicken bone at dinner. All good. <laughs> did, where did, did you fly into London and then? Heathrow, yeah. Oh. And then it was like a two and a half hour ride up to Dover on the coast. Oh, fun. And it was worse than I-4. <laughs> I mean, the first hour of it was we were going like three miles an hour. Nice. And for the five of us, we had our, our own bus. Oh. oh, good. So everybody could spread out. <laughs> And you're all on the wrong side of the road, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, ex- uh-huh. Well, that's it. I, like, looked out the window to see all these cars with no drivers. It's like, oh, ghost cars. <laughs> <clears throat> and then realized that the transmission was on the other side of the car. Yep. Well, that's good. 
Yeah. We'll see if I last the next week and then <laughs> I'll have more stories. He was just writing in this journal about killing people. We don't know what happened. <laughs> the voices, the voices. That's how uh, Heath Ledger went, so just be careful. Yeah, but I don't know either of the Olsen twins, so I should be safe. Eh. There's there's a like some weird analog to the Olsen twins that you know that like could be your doom. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did the Olsen twins ever work with the Zack and Cody from Disney Channel? Oh, geez. I think Zack and Cody was way after the Olsen twins. Yeah. Because I know, I know the the stunt doubles for Zach and Cody, their parents, <laughs> the fringe of Hollywood, six degrees of separation <laughs> from the Olsen twins. Six, de- six degrees of the Olsen twins. There you go. There you go. We should make that go viral. I mean, you're probably closer than that, um, because there are people that we worked with that have become stunt people for Marvel TV shows. Mm-hmm. And those people have been in close proximity to Elizabeth Olsen. So you're probably closer to the Olsen oh, twins than you realize. Oh, you know? Oh. Hmm. I didn't think of that angle. Yeah, see? Oh, no. That means I'm going to die. <laughs> Only if you go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> just, just watch, just watch what you're writing in your little journal. Okay. I will. I'll write it in code. <laughs> there you go. Like, um, Zodiac killer. Yeah. People in your hotel start disappearing. Like, I don't know what happened. Do they have like cameras on the door so they know whether or not you've left your room? Like, no. Like how, how are they tracking you? <laughs> Besides the chicken, uh, I don't know, but the the UK government has called me twice and I didn't answer because the phone phone call said it was coming from Egypt. <laughs> because we had to do that, we had to fill out what they called a passenger locator form. Okay, and it's you know where you're staying, what what flight you were on, where you were sitting, where you can be contacted. <laughs> so supposedly they're supposed to call us and verify that we're in lockdown. Oh, and you didn't answer, so did, like, the Bobby show up to the door? No. No, but I looked the number up online, and it said, you know, it was the a contractor who was working for the UK government checking on people in isolation. So I, I hit redial, Yeah, and I got a message in German. Oh, Jesus. It's like, uh, well, since I know they'll be calling from Egypt, next time I'll answer it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Had to do my first self-administered COVID test today. Like up your nose self-test? Oh, not only up your nose, down your throat. Oh, God. You have to go, you have to swab inside your mouth, left and right, your left tonsil, your right tonsil, and your uvula. Oh, God. So after much gasping and choking on it. Yeah. Um. Did that, and then you do your nose after it's been in your mouth. Ew, really? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's better than the other way around, but why do you need to do both? Why can't they get it off a I, I don't know. 
I don't know. That's what the test says, so that's Holy what I shit. did. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I think somebody's punking you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? I think somebody's <laughs> like, just tell them to take out to do their mouth, then their nose. Yeah. Well, I'd rather do my my mouth, the nose, than do my nose and then my mouth. Well, yeah, like I said, it's better than the other way around. But still, I think it, it should be one or the other. I don't see how how lubing up the swab to from your mouth to go into your nose helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Good times. What, if, what if it's that weird thing, like, you know, they say that, if food is infected, as long as it doesn't go in your nose and it goes down to your stomach, you're fine because your stomach acids kill it. Yeah. So what if what if you have it in your mouth and then you shove it up your nose? <laughs> well, there you have it. I mean, then you're pretty much infecting yourself. Yes. I think that's their plan. I think the UK is like all the stupid Americans need to leave. <laughs> no, they need our money right now. They uh they put Trump in office. They can't be trusted. Yeah, I know, right? Well, it's funny. I've been watching, flipping through the limited TV selection over here. <laughs> and every time I see Boris Johnson, I have to do a double take because I think it's Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same haircut. Exactly. For the most part. Same, same haircut, same idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what do you got, like BBC One, BBC Two, and then like the Cheese Channel? BBC Three, BBC Four, BBC Five, BBC Six, BBC Six, Seven, Eight, CBBBs. CBBBs? Something else called CB. Okay. Um, it had like an old, I don't know if it was an episode of Xena or whatever, but that's kind of what it looked like. <laughs> and then you've got German TV and French TV. Oh, nice. So... So, uh, yeah, so I'm streaming a lot. Oh, okay. I was going to say, have you seen any nipples while you've been there? Since, you know, they don't have the same. Just my own. (laughs) 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 Okay, well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, because I haven't really found any programming to watch. You haven't watched, uh, oh, what's the game show that they're they're always doing? Um, Eight out of ten cats does Countdown? What? (laughs) So there's a comedy show on BBC, one of the BBC channels called Eight Out of Ten Cats, and it's Jimmy Carr and a bunch of comedians, and they talk about, like, topics in the news and stuff like that. And then there's a show called Countdown, which is spelling and math and a couple other things of like um they put they have a board and they put up like seven letters and consonants consonants and vowels and then you have to make the best word out of them um so they did a version of that where the comedians do countdown and they call it eight out of ten cats does countdown (laughs) and uh it's actually really funny Okay, I'll have to see if you, what's on. If you like British humor. I, I do like British humor. Okay. It's 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 hit and miss for a lot of people, so Yeah. No, I do like I watched a little Mr. Bean yesterday. <laughs> ah yes, the quintessential British comedy. 
and then realized that I had to actually watch it. I couldn't just have it on in the background because there's no speaking. <laughs> so I turned it off. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I like I like me some British comedy. Black Adder. Are you being served? <laughs> What's the other one with Mrs. Bouquet? Oh, that I don't know. So yeah, it's been exciting. Nice. I am I am working my way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, what are you up to? Um, I am up to, I just watched Thor. So Avengers is next on the timeline version. Are you, are you watching in release order or? No, timeline. Timeline. Okay. So I watched Captain America first, whatever it was, first hero, first Avenger. First Avenger. And then I watched, yeah. And then I watched Captain Marvel, which I had never seen. And I actually really liked it. Okay. And then, uh, was it Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, and then I just finished Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, interesting watching these from a today's perspective, especially like the Iron Man movies. Why? I'm Well, I don't know if they could get made today because of Me Too. I mean, in the first one, Tony and, and Terrence Blanchard are in the, the private jet, and the stewardesses are like stripping and dancing around a pole and it's like, Oh, mm. and yeah. he like just randomly goes up to women and seduces them and sleeps with them. And yeah, I, I do think there'd be a different version of those films. Um, yeah. I mean the opening scene when you first meet Tony is him picking up a reporter mm-hmm. who doesn't particularly like him at first. And then the next thing you know, they're fucking on his bed in Malibu and she wakes Uh up and she's naked and he's nowhere to be found. And he's like, did you get rid of her? So, yeah. Yeah, it's it is strange. It's it's definitely not the Marvel of now. No, but they didn't really know that it was going to lead to the empire that it is. No, and I'm just looking at the movies. It's like the caliber of talent they got to do these movies. Yep. You know, Annette Benning, Michelle Pfeiffer, Kurt, uh, Michael Douglas. Yep. Jeff Bridges. Although I will say that the de-aging of people is really starting to throw me off. Because <laughs> in, in Iron Man 1, it's Jeff Bridges. Oh, they don't, they and, don't de-age him for that. They just shave his head. Oh, really? Yeah. He really looked like that? Yep. Oh, I thought he was DH because after I saw, what did what else did he do? True Grit or something? Yeah, I don't he was... I don't think they started to DH people until Ant-Man? Okay. I think Ant-Man might have been the first time that they really sat down to DH somebody. They aged people. Um, yeah. There's a scene in Winter Soldier, maybe? In Winter Soldier where Steve goes to see Peggy and they decided not to put any old age makeup on her. Okay. And they were going to do it all in post. And they had the people who de-age everybody else age her. And it's oh. it's the same people that did Skinny Steve in um, Okay. 
in Captain America. Okay. And so they were able to just put a couple tracking markers on her and then um, totally age her up. And people were like, that's not old age makeup. And they're like, no, that's probably what she's going to look like when she gets old. Right. As opposed to like, you know, the, the aging shit that they do. Um, so yeah. And then like you, so you watch Captain Marvel and they de-age Coulson and Fury. Fury. In that. And when I first saw Coulson, I didn't, I thought it was a different actor <laughs> that they had cast a younger person who looked like him. Okay. And then like the second or third scene I cut on, it's like, Oh no, that's, that's really Clark Gregg. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really like, um, in Captain Marvel, I really like the Ben Mendelsohn character, the the scroll. yes, the scroll. Yeah, I w- yes, yes. He's awesome. He he's a great actor. I've never seen him in anything where I'm like, oh, that's not that wasn't a good choice for him. Everything he's done has been good. Yeah. So what's next? What's after? It's it's Avengers and then Iron Man three. I think so. Okay. Iron Man 3, arguably one of the worst Marvel Cinematic. Yeah, because that's the one that's got... Um, the Mandarin. Yeah, the Mandarin. Uh, Gandhi. Yep. <laughs> but apparently, did you see the trailer for the Ten Rings movie? What they're doing? The what movie? The um, um, Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi, yeah. And uh, the no, Rings? I did not watch the the trailer for it. So they're actually bringing the real Mandarin into the MCU. Oh. And uh I think they're they're trying to erase the mistake that was Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley as the um as the Mandarin. But he wasn't but he wasn't the Mandarin. No. But he they, was hired to be the Mandarin. But they they totally misrepresented like that idea in the marketing and stuff and they got a lot of shit for it. Yeah. So hopefully they can make that up. But in the, in the, in the Shang-Chi movie, it's not 10 rings that he wears on his fingers. It's five rings per arm that like almost look like a gauntlet. Oh, okay. Or a, they're not gauntlets. What are they? Van braces? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. a gauntlet has a glove attached, I guess. Right. But they're, they're five rings up each side of the arm. So, a little different. Hmm. And that that movie's got Aquafina in it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and I'm sure if they're doing, you know, Asian actors, I'm sure Ken Young Jong or whatever his name is will be in it somewhere. <laughs> you don't think Randall Park has has the uh the Marvel diversity tied up for Asian Americans? No, but I mean his his run um in Ant-Man and in uh, WandaVision, you know, they he, they need to keep him around, too. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he's really, he's a really good actor, too. But since you're streaming stuff, I have a recommendation for you. Okay. They just released a TV show, an eight-part TV show on Netflix called Jupiter, okay. Jupiter's Legacy. I've seen pictures of that. It's it reminds me of if Invincible was a live action TV show. 
Oh, really? Okay. I don't think it's... I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I'm going to make a like weird judgment call in half of, of what I've seen. But I yeah. think Invincible is better just because they can do more outrageous shit um, instead of it being in live action. Right. But when you... If you watch the first episode and... Um, you get to the end. There's a battle at the end that looks like they were, it got taken right out of invincible. Oh, and I was like, okay. it got to that part. And, and I was like, Holy shit, this is, I'm okay. Now I'm hooked. Hmm. So it's, it's eight parts. It's, it's not season one. It's volume one so that they can play okay. on the, you know, comic book thing. But, uh, I enjoyed it. It was, um, it's the guy that I always get mixed up with, Timothy Oliphant. Josh Josh Dumel. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So he's he's the main actor in it. Okay. Um, and they're telling their backstory very slowly through, I guess, the eight episodes of how he gets his powers. Yeah. And but he has kids that have powers, and like, um, there's a bunch of supervillains, and like it's a live action comic book come to life without them trying to make it like set in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's very much, it very much reminded me of, of invincible. So. Oh, then I'll definitely have to check that out. I would say, I would say at least watch the first one. Okay. But you know, we'll do. Yeah. What else have you been watching in your quarantine? Um, I watched uh, an Apple TV series called Central Park. Okay. Um, which is the same studio that does Bob's Burgers. Okay. Um, it's amusing. <laughs> it's about a guy who's the... the uh, um, park manager for Central Park. Okay. And there's this old woman who's voiced by um, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who Who's trying to like um, buy the park from the city so that she can destroy it. <laughs> and she's got a um, uh, a companion named Helen, who's voiced by David Diggs, who is in um, Hamilton, and he's in Snowpiercer. Okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Catherine Hahn is in it. Oh, it reunites Kristen Bell and Josh Gad. Yes. <laughs> Josh Gad's the most annoying thing about it. <laughs> Where did Josh Gad go wrong? Uh... He's a one trick pony. Is that what it is? Like, I don't remember yeah, ever character... seeing him before Frozen. No, he did um, Book of Mormon on Broadway. Okay. And then he did Frozen. Oh, okay. And he plays that same character. Okay. I mean, I, I really dig his, the thing that he did on YouTube last year of like reuniting like the re- 80s yeah, yeah. stuff. 
But yeah. anytime I've seen him act in anything, I'm I'm always like, oh god. Well, because he's in that horrible, uh, what is it, Artemis Fowl? Oh, is he? Yes. Okay. I mean, he was in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah, if you could call it that. <laughs> oh, and he's he. I think he's going to be in the next Thor film. Is he? I think so. So they were talking about um, what's her name? The other one, Trick Pony. The the um, God, she's Melissa. In, M- Melissa McCarthy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, being in the next Thor film as um, an actor playing a part in a play, and I want to say that Josh Gad is in it too. Oh. Meh. <laughs> Not impressed with either one of them. No. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so he was in Beauty and the Beast. He was in Frozen. He was in that god awful Adam Sandler video game movie Pixels. Oh, was he? Where like the video games come to life and shit. I mean, you just look at his stuff and you're like, uh, okay. Yeah. He's also in Murder on the Orient Express. He is. Yeah. The, oh, wait, the no. Kenneth Branagh one? Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Uh-huh. With Daisy Ridley. Uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing him. <laughs> maybe maybe he was actually a decent like part of that. Uh, I doubt it. Yeah. I wouldn't give him that much credit. <laughs> you know, right up there with Johnny Depp and Daisy Ridley and Michelle Pfeiffer and then Josh Gad. Mm. That's a weird movie. Have you seen that movie? No. Um, I get a lot of things. So I watch a channel on YouTube called Cinema Sins. Yes. And so they basically rip apart movies and and show you all the plot holes and like. So I get a lot of movies ruined for me because I think they're I think Cinema Sins is funny. Uh-huh. But at the same time, then like movies that I haven't seen yet that I watch those for, I can't go back and watch. Okay. And Murder on the Orient Express was one of those. Oh. I thought it was an okay movie. It's yeah. a, I mean, it's, the, the, there's a murder, obviously. <laughs> on the Orient Express? On the Orient Express. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and there's all these people who could be guilty. Right. And, spoiler alert, every mm. one of them is. <laughs> It's like this weird plot that the person who got killed was did something to somebody else. And this one is the grandmother of that person. And this one is the that. And it's like, what? (laughs) It's weird. Although I do want to see Death on the Nile if it ever gets released. Eventually. Eventually. You know, when COVID goes away. Soon. Whenever that is. Soon. Well, now they're talking about boosters. Not soon enough. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so speaking of weird movies, I did watch something that I think you watched a long time ago and recommended, and I never got around to seeing it, but I did watch it this week. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. I have not watched that. Oh, I thought you had it watched it. It looks very interesting. No, I have not seen that one. Oh, I thought... It's kind of on my list. Okay. It's really... It's Bad? a really... No, 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 no. It's a really well done film. Okay. I think that it shows the true talent of Taika Waititi. I think 
some of the stuff he's done for Marvel and, and stuff like that, he's having to work within the umbrella of Marvel as a right. Disney company. So things can't be as out there as they as they might be for him. But Jojo Rabbit apparently is him from start to finish. And if you if anybody hasn't seen the trailer, he plays Hitler in it. Yeah. And Hitler as the imaginary as, friend of a little boy. Yeah. So the little boy, his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler because he wants to be a good German. And yep. it is Taika Waititi as Hitler. And I really feel like he didn't want anybody else to play that role because he didn't want anybody to put, to put anybody through that. So as okay. the, the, as the filmmaker and as the director being an actor, he probably was like, well, fuck it. I'll be Hitler so that nobody else has to be. Mm. And so like you have this little eight year old boy, nine year old boy, who, however old he is running through the streets, shouting Heil Hitler for the first like couple minutes of the film. <laughs> and there's like, th- he goes to this retreat where all these little kids want to be, um, they want to, they want to serve Hitler. And it's, it's hosted by, uh, Sam Rockwell. And, um, the guy, Oh, what's his name? Alfie, Alfie Allen from game of yeah, Thrones. From uh, game of Thrones. Yeah. He's like Sam Rockwell's partner. Like there's this really okay. weird relationship between the two. Okay. And you're like, okay, well, how does that work? They never go into it. But like, so yeah. they're they're running around in the background and Scarlett Johansson is in this, and you're like, holy yep. shit. And I, I feel like Scarlett Johansson has reached that part of her career where they're hiring her on her talent and not because of she's pretty. Uh-huh. So like she's able to stretch as an actor. So like this is her with a German accent, and you're like Right. You're like, wow, okay, she can really act. Um but it's really, really good. And it's weird saying that about a movie about Nazis. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of like tongue in cheek shit in it, but I think like it's, it's worth watching if you like, okay. if you, if you like Taika Waititi and you like the way he comes off on interviews and shit like that, this is him uh-huh. kind of like dialed up, but it's, it's, um, where did I see it? I think it's on Amazon. Oh, is it now? Okay. I believe so. Okay. Uh, let me check. Let's see where I watched it. Was it in here? Jojo. Jojo Rabbit. Uh, where did I see it then? Okay. Hold on. Um. Oh, maybe maybe it was one of those things where it was on Amazon Prime and now they've taken it off to for rent. I don't understand oh. how this shit works. Yeah. I really don't. But um if you have a chance to see it, I would definitely say it. See it. Okay. It's got it's got Stephen Merchant in it for a hot minute. Like mm-hmm. all these people come in and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> right. It's got Rebel Wilson in it, and it's the first time that I watched a, a movie with her in it where I didn't want to, like, turn it off. Gouge your eyes out? Yeah. 
but she like she's she's in the same camp that like Sam Rockwell is hosting and shit like that. That's like a Nazi youth rally thing. Right. Yep. Um, but it's a it's a very interesting movie. I can see why a lot of people gravitate towards it. Okay. Interesting. And not just the white supremacists in the area, you know. <laughs> Do you have Cinemax or anything over there? No. Mm-hmm. No. I have really useless YouTube TV. Oh, geez. But, I mean, I have everything I can stream, so. did Wait, did you actually buy into YouTube TV? No. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's on my remote. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's a big YouTube TV button. Oh. And they have crap. Yeah, they need to stop trying to make YouTube TV happen. It's not going to. Yeah. I also watched the Quentin Tarantino film Death Proof. With, um, was that a Grindhouse movie? Yes, it was Kurt Russell. Okay. Yes. And Was it any good? I like it. It's, it's a Quentin Tarantino Well, it's a grindhouse film. It is gratuitous violence. Um, There's a car chase scene at the end that I think is one of the better car chase chases in film history. Okay. Um, Zoe Bell, who is a stunt woman, plays herself in the film. Okay. And the. How do I tell this without spoiling it? There's two there's two sections to the movie. It's kind of split in the middle. There's a story in the beginning and then a story that takes place like six months later. And okay. the six months later one is it has um um Rosario Dawson, um Zoe Bell, and what's her name? Oh shit. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston. Is that her name? Okay. Um, they work on a movie set and they're driving to the movie set when they encounter Kurt Russell. And oh. there's a car chase that happens. And okay. it's really, really good. Hmm. But if you don't like Grindhouse movies, I don't know if you'd like this. Okay. Because they he intentionally like... Him and Robert Rodriguez both inten- intentionally when they did their two films like would cut out pieces. And so like, it looked like it was running in a, in a theater that had been showing this film forever. And so like there's scratches and the audio cuts in and out at certain points. And there's one part in death proof that goes like black and white. And it's just because like, that's an old fucked up projector or whatever. Right. So if you have problems with that kind of thing, then Death Proof and um, the the Rodriguez one um, could be a little bit hard to watch. The Bruce Willis one? Yeah. Yeah. Planet Terror. Yeah, I'm just not really into gratuitous. No, I mean, and that's not everybody's it's, bag. I it's, understand it's you know, it's, it's cheap and easy. 
Well, yeah, but that's what sells tickets, right? Well, I know, but <laughs> I can still be be uh, elitist. I mean, it, it comes from that time where um, Tarantino was trying very hard to emulate old Hollywood mm-hmm. um, before he got into his revisionist history section with Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Like that stuff, you know, is, is based in fact, but it's the Quentin Tarantino universe, so it doesn't, nothing plays out the way it's supposed to. Mm. So... You know, and if you've never seen Inglorious Bastards, there's a lot of like violence in that too, right? And at the end, like, like Hitler is killed like by the U.S. in a movie theater, and it's like, well, that's not the way that happened at all. But you know, in his in his revisionist history mode, that's the way it works. Oh, so mm, okay, you know, whatever. Whatever. I'm trying to think of what else I watched this week. I downloaded, I, well, I ripped a bunch of CDs before I left home because I really didn't know, you know, how streaming would be or anything out here in the, in the, you know, this third world country they call England. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, I like burned a bunch of stuff that I haven't watched in a long time, like E.T. and Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Jumanji, a bunch of stuff. You know, I've only ever seen, seen E.T. through the whole way once. When you were a child? When I was a child. Mm -hmm. And I haven't watched it since because of that goddamn scene where he's dying. Oh, where E.T.'s dying? Yeah, where they find him in the, like, in the drain. Like the, yeah. the, like the storm drain. That that visual fucked me up for life. Really? To the point where I'm like, people are like, oh, we should watch E.T. Like, like the, it's one of my wife and kids' favorite movies. And they're always like, we should turn on E.T. And I'm like, all right, I'll be upstairs. <laughs> I don't want to see that part. Like, that. Really? Yeah. See, for me, it was Willy Wonka. Oh, the tunnel? That scene worked. Yes, when they're <laughs> on the boat and, like, the bugs are crawling over the guy's face and stuff. And they chop off the chicken's head. Yep. Yeah, that's just totally, yeah, <laughs> horrible. Kids Still can't movies watch it. were fucked up when we were kids. That's right. When I was a kid. When I was a kid, when we walked uphill to school both ways, in the snow... We didn't. We didn't have any damn PG thirteen. No, no. It was very much like there's G and then there's R, and there was nothing really in between. And then you were like, they could get away with all kinds of shit because there was no middle rating. Hmm. I mean, I remember when they made that rule for PG thirteen that they were allowed one use of the word fuck, and like yes, like people would be like, when are they going to use it? Like, this is the perfect opportunity to sneak a fuck into a kid's film. And it was like, well, okay. Right? If it's not organic, like what does it matter? Right. 
I remember what movie was it when I I was at the I was working at the movie theater, and it was uh uh Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Okay. And there's a scene where they get into a catapult, and Will Scarlet shoots them over the wall, and it's um. Uh, what the fuck is this? Christian Slater. And Christian Slater uh-huh. yes. says, oh, and he goes, fuck yeah, me, he, they cleared it. Uh, yes. And I remember parents coming out of that being upset and wanting their money back because there was the use of the word fuck in a PG-13 movie. And it was like, well, I mean, that's kind of the rules now. But you know how people are. So, yeah. Oh, good times. I just dated myself big time. Where'd you go? Did you disappear? I'm here. Oh, okay. Thought maybe you got sucked out the window. No, I told you my window doesn't open. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the only stuff I watched this week. Wow. Yeah. Have you have you watched Mighty Ducks yet? No. 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 Not interested. No, I I can't say I am. Okay. I started. I watched The Bad Batch. I Disney Plus. I want to start watching that. I haven't had the opportunity to yet. Is yeah. it any good? I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like the fact that um, D. Bradley Baker is like all the voices. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much his show, right? Yeah, because he <laughs> plays all the clones. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be like, like, you know, Clone Wars ends and you're like, well, shit. Okay, well, that was a fun part of my life. But, you know, I was I was a background character for that, so whatever. And then they call you up and they're like, so... um, we're going to do a TV show where there's five main characters and they're all you. Right. So, yeah, don't don't fuck up your voice. Cuz we need you. Yeah. Cuz we need you. <laughs> but yeah, it's not bad. It's, you know, I mean it's it's right ass order 66. Okay. So, that's kind of what starts it all in motion. Okay. Yeah, it's worth checking out. I will definitely check that out. Very good. Put it on the list. (laughs) It's on the list. My my list is very long of things that I'm trying to get to. Mm. Life seems to be getting in the way. Damn it. Yeah. I had one of the most infuriating freelance clients i've ever worked for oh yeah this past week yeah do tell so with okay so i'll try to tell this without like outing anybody but um so this this was a job that they came and sought me out i got an email one day that said hey i found your profile on whatever creative site 
Um, I'd really like to talk to you about a video. Okay. So I talked to this dude and, um, he, he wanted to know what my rate was and I told him my rate and he said, Oh, that's a little high. And right there I should have walked away. Yeah. And I should have just been like, well, I mean, that's my rate. Sorry. It's not like you're not getting your money's worth. Like, right. Um, been doing this for 24 years. I, I, that is my rate, but I didn't. I said, well, what if this rate, would this help you out? And he said, yeah, we can work with that. Okay. So I met. So I, you gave him a discount. Yeah. Give him a friends and family discount. We did, but stupidly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I meet with him and the production manager and they're two really cool people. So I was like, all right, this is going to be fine. And then, um, they said I I because they work through the online messaging service Slack the the next day I got a message saying hey when you animate the first 20 minutes of this can we see it or 20 seconds of this not 20 minutes 20 seconds of this can we see it we just want to see what you're thinking and I said yeah sure so I sent it and there was like 10 changes they wanted and I was okay. like, it's a two and a half minute piece. Yeah. Like, and it's all subjective shit. You know, you're a creative. You understand that like no two people see the same shit the same way. Right. And it's, it's, you know, the way one animator does something is not the way another animator does something. But so I changed the stuff that they wanted and I finished, I finished the video and I sent it to them and they said they loved it. Okay. They sent it to the client and the client, I, I, I waited about a week to hear back from him and I get another message that says, um, client has two changes. There's an extra word here and they would like this section to play out a little longer so that they, you can read what's on the screen. Okay. okay, fine. Five minutes later, there's a, oh yeah. And, this other person is going to give you some revisions too. So I said, well, who's this other person? And so the guy that hired me said, oh, he's the guy that made the storyboards. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why the hell does he get a say? Right. But I didn't. I just said, okay, I'll see what this dude says. He's got like every five seconds in this video he's got changes really and i'm like and so i i hit up the 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 main guy in private and i said look um i don't know if this is standard operating procedure and this is how it works for you guys but i have never had a video sent to a client and the client like the video and have two changes and then have somebody at the company completely change the video. Right. Because the client's already seen the video. Right. And he said, well, we should have a meeting about it. And I said, okay, fine. Here's my hourly rate for meetings. Well, I, I, char I charge them all for meetings anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Um, so we get, on, we get on the meeting, and the main guy isn't there. It's 
the production manager and this guy that's been giving me all the changes. Okay. And I said, and I said right off the bat, I said, before we get started, I want you to know 24 years of doing this. I've never had some, something sent to a client and then get changed afterwards. Right. I said, they're expecting pretty much the same video with their changes. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what we're doing here. And so the dude introduces himself, not as the guy who made the storyboards, but as the art director. And I'm, I'm like, okay, that doesn't change anything for me. Right. Like you still shouldn't have a say in this, but okay, let me hear you out what you have to say. So the minute that he starts to talk, I figure this dude out completely. Okay. He has a really bad stutter. Uh-huh. And so he has been picked on all of his life. Right. And now he has worked his way into a position of authority. Okay. And he's not going to let anybody mess with his quote unquote creative vision for what this is going to be. He literally says to me, the only thing that you got right in this video was the transition at the end. Okay. And I said, excuse me? And he said, that's the only thing that, that from what, when I envisioned this project, that's the way I wanted to see it was that transition. Just that. And he is like, yeah. And I said, well, why didn't you edit this then? <laughs> and he said, well, because I was out on paternity leave. And I said, well, okay, but so then you didn't get a chance to do it. You have to deal with the fact that somebody else did it. And he was like, yeah, but we need to change a bunch of this stuff. And I said, why? It's completely subjective what you're saying. Your boss, the guy that hired me, loved the video. Didn't see any changes he wanted. Why is his, why is what he sees not right in your eyes? And he was like, well, because I created the storyboards. And I said, okay, you created the storyboards. Storyboards aren't concrete. Like you, they're meant for as guidance. And when I sat down with, with, the guy who hired me and the production manager in the beginning, in the very first meeting, I said, am I stuck to the storyboards or can I be creative? Right. And they said, be creative. And I brought that up to him and he was like, well, I wasn't in that meeting. So you still need to change some of the stuff. And I said, so, so the production manager said to me, can you make these changes? And I said, I can do anything as long as you're paying. Hmm. And she said, okay. And so, so she was like, okay. And I said, I I can't tell you how long this is going to take me because I don't know exactly what we're, what we're fixing, but just know that if it, it like I was, I'm, I'm honestly at a place in my life where if they had said, just do the two client revisions, right. They were easy enough to where I wouldn't have charged them for that. I would have just did it, rendered it back out and said, here, don't worry about it. You know, right. trying to build a relationship. But now I'm like, th- I don't want to work with this company anymore. So I'm going to charge them for as many hours as I can get. 
Sure. And, and when the main dude says to me why, I'm gonna be like, you said the the first the first product the first project that that we do together is going to be a test. That test goes both ways. Right. It's a test of whether you want to work with me, but it's also a test if I want to work with you. <laughs> and if this is the way your company does business, right? I don't want to work with you. I mean, I didn't chase these people. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, they came after you. Yeah, they came after me. So they can either, they can play this two ways. If they want to work with me again and they want to have it this way, they have to pay my full rate. Yep. If they don't want to pay my full rate, but they still want to work with me, then they have to give me creative freedom. And if they're not willing to do that, we can part ways. But it's been an entire week of back and forth of petty shit of like, well, why does this why does this text move in this way? I don't know, because I was tired of it moving in the other way. <laughs> like, I thought it looked better there. Like, right. Like, why hire somebody to be creative and then take all their creativity away? Right. Because then you're just a monkey pushing buttons. And the only monkey that I push buttons for is you. So, you know. <laughs> On Dance Monkey Dance. There you go. So, yeah, it's it's been one of those weeks. Wow. Yeah. So you should record your final conversations with these people <laughs> and play it back. <laughs> no. I mean, I still, Why not? I still have to be professional to some point. I still yeah. want people to hire me. I still want, you know, I mean, this is not the first company to come to me and say, hey, I want you to do a video. I'm hoping it's not the last. Right. But, you know, at the end of the day, like there's a little bit of professionalism that like this being a company based in New York should know. Right. Because all their clients are in New York. New York is one of those hubs of like professionalism. So, you know, it's not podunk Arkansas. Are they a legitimate company or is this yeah. like two guys with a rental space? And no, it's a, it's a legitimate company. I looked, I looked into oh. them before I said yes. Okay. I've heard of too many freelancers that will do a project and then the people just disappear. Right. And so I make sure that when I get, when I, when I accept a job from a company that they're legit. I mean, and the, and the client is a huge client. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a decent like on my real video. Okay. So like to add this to some of the other people that I've worked for, I think, you know It's right up there with Little Star. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah. Um so I mean that part of it's good, but it's just not professional. Hmm. So you know, whatever. Yeah. Hey, live and learn. Yeah. Bizarre. People suck. <laughs> well, I mean, and this really should have been over by now. I mean, it really should right. have been make these changes and send us your invoice. Right. But they want to keep going on. So, you know, hey, can you do this? Yeah. I mean... It's probably going to take me a couple hours. Okay. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm not hiding the fact that I'm charging these people for this. Right. They're not going to get this bill and be like, holy shit, what the hell happened? Well, no. And 
like I've broken out the the invoice of every single time they've asked me to do something. So, you know, this block of money is these changes. Hmm. So that when they get it, they can be like, oh, okay. So. So did you give him like a flat race or is it still an hourly rate with a minimum hours and. It was so it was a hourly rate and then they asked me to estimate what I thought would what it would take to do the first the initial video okay and so i i shot high with that and i i gave yeah. them, i gave them the number and they did the math and said yeah that's fine um and then for these revisions i guess they have some hours built in to their budget uh-huh um that i'm now working off of for the revisions. Hmm. But, okay. I mean, at this rate, if they had just given me the creative freedom, they could have just paid me my normal rate and they would have paid me less money uh, yeah, because, right? because I would have used less time. But now, now I've used more time and they're going to get charged way more than what they would have gotten if they had just paid my initial rate. Right. So I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the whole thing plays out. <laughs> will, will we be able to see this film somewhere? I don't know. I'm under an NDA, not to, you know. Is this the Soup Nazi again? No, this is not the Soup Nazi. No? This is something else. Okay. Thumb Wars? Yes, Thumb Wars. Exactly. Okay. okay. What's it involve? Is it a celebrity? No. Is it a product? Yes, it is a product. It's a product. Mm-hmm. What are we going to play? Twenty questions. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's a product, and there's no celebrities. Okay, so it doesn't involve the Kardashians. Nope. Okay. Uh, is it a product for women? Not necessarily. Is it a product for men? Not necessarily. It's a it's a product for it's a product for adults. For adults. For for adult. For adults in business. Is it diapers? No, it's not diapers. <laughs> adults in business. Yes. It's a pocket protector. <laughs> uh, no. No? Adults in business. It's a briefcase. I should say, okay, maybe it's not so... It's a... Well, see, it, it could be a product or it could be a service. Is it copiers? No. I'm not going to tell you. I'm, an, I'm under an NDA. But you can say yes or no. <laughs> or you can go ding, ding, ding if I get it. Okay. Uh, it's a product for adults in business. Mm-hmm. It's pens. No. Whiteout. No. Post-its. No. <laughs> uh, um, no. Coffee cups. Stress balls. You're you're not you're you're thinking too literally about the word product. <laughs> Is it accounting software? Um it's, Is it software? It's it's close to that. Is it inventory control? No. 
Is it that payroll software that crazy bitch from Shark Tank advertises <laughs> no. or the bad animation? No. No? Uh, so it's, a, it's not really a product. It's a service. Yeah. Is it Muzak? No. For the elevators? No. Okay. It's a service. <laughs> Dry cleaning? No. No? It's your client, George Jefferson? Yes, because they've moved on up to the to the east side. <laughs> to the east side. To a deluxe call, apartment does, in the sky. Does he call you honky? Yes. Okay. It's 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 I I feel very offended. Uh, but as long as the check clears, I don't care. That's right. Who needs self integrity when you got money? That's right. Damn it. <laughs> Ask Elon Musk. That's right. <laughs> oh, how far uh, he's fallen. Uh, Yeah, I have not watched his Saturday Night Live episode yet, but it's all on YouTube, so. I can't imagine it's any good. Well, he was good on that Big Bang Theory Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, because he was in it for, what, two minutes? Yeah. And it wasn't supposed to be comedic. I mean, he was just kind of there. He was himself. Yeah. Which is good, because he's not funny. <laughs> so let's put him on a comedy show. Yeah. Well, I guess he did some skit about Dogecoin and yeah. like Dogecoin tanked overnight. Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah, I could see how that could be a problem. Dogecoin's value tumbles after Elon Musk calls the virtual currency a hustle. <laughs> Like, his scams are not a hustle. I guess I just don't understand cryptocurrency. I don't either. And you know, the other thing I don't understand is NFTs. Uh, yeah. Non-fungible tokens. Yeah. I mean, I've read a lot about them because there's a lot of creative people doing the NFT thing now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there was that... Um, what was his, the artist named Beeple who, who does like one art piece a day type thing. Okay. Um, he'll sit down and he'll create a piece of art. Lots of times it involves copyrighted characters. He does a bunch of Disney stuff. Um, uh -huh. and it's all like bizarre, like, um, um, like Toy Story characters being tied up and shit like oh strange strange things and he okay. he did he was one part of the NFT thing he made like a hundred million dollars in like a night oh really it. yeah and at the end of the day he still owns the art you the the dude that that bought that collection you own that bought the right to just say it digitally that you own it digitally and that's it yep yeah it's really bizarre and I don't know. I mean, good for him. If, if, you know, artists can do that and make a bunch of money on their own stuff, that's great. I just, I don't get it. I don't get cryptocurrency and how the mine, how you mine it. I don't get how the NFT thing works. It all is just kind of over my head now. Yeah. There's a photographer that I follow and he's doing it and he's got two, of his images that he's added like some motion mm -hmm. filters to. And he got like a thousand bucks a piece for a couple of them. 
Yeah. And like, I guess like, the, well, I could do that. the crazy thing is that like, you don't have to sell the NFT to just one person. Yes. You can sell it to other people that you were just, it is just saying that, that you are the owner of this digital asset in some capacity. Uh-huh. And other than that, you can sell it for as much as you want or as many times as you want. Like, I don't know. It blows my mind. Yeah. You're an artist. You should be doing that. Uh, I'm, I'm seriously thinking <laughs> about it. I mean, I'm not sure how you gain traction with that. I know there are bands doing NFTs now where if you buy, if you buy the NFT, you get like guaranteed front row seats to the next time they're in town or, mm. you know, there's a special NFT holder meet and greet or something like so they're doing that in order to sell the NFTs. And then I guess the record companies are now stepping in and being like, well, you're cutting us out. So, you know, they're getting all pissed at it, but I don't know. I mean, why people would ever be mad at other people making money? I don't. Well, it's such a weird concept. The same thing with like cryptocurrency. Yeah. But that's pretty much what our currency is anyway. It, you know, there's not billions and trillions of dollars sitting in Fort Fort Knox. It's all imaginary. Right. You know, it's just on paper. So Well, and like the the crypto boom has really fucked up the um the the computing not software but hardware um industry. Mm -hmm. You can't buy a video card right now. For your computer, you can't you can't buy a graphics card at all right, without it being right. stupidly inexpensive. Mm -hmm. um, there is a card that they that NVIDIA just released. It's the 3060 12 gigabyte version or whatever it is. It's a four hundred dollar okay. card. If you were to buy it MSRP, you cannot buy that card for less than seventeen hundred dollars. Right. And it's fucking stupid. It's like, Why? Because all these people are snapping them up and the and NVIDIA NVIDIA doesn't care because they just keep buying the entire stock at 1700 bucks. So they're making serious money off of that. And the dude that wants to edit video or play video games or building a computer for whoever, they're only going to buy one and they're going to put it in that system and then they're done. So nvidia doesn't care anymore nvidia is like well if we can make some money off this then let's do it and it's like but you're fucking right. your audience because the minute that 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 boom ends nobody's gonna buy your cards so it's sure. really frustrating especially trying to build a new machine <laughs> so yeah i don't get cryptocurrency dogecoin I don't understand how you you mine it. I th I think we should create monkey coin. Monkey coin. Monkey coin. DMD coin. Something. Sell our podcast as NFTs. Oh, there you go. On like encrypted thumb drives. <laughs> And the deal is you pick you pick the episode you want. It gets put on there and then taken off the Internet. 
Right. And then only you have it. And it's on a military-grade encrypted thumb drive. But then what do you do with this? I don't know. What do you do with the NFTs of art? Well, that's what I'm asking. I don't know. You can't hang it on a wall. No. I mean, they are like... Have you ever heard of the the YouTube channel um, Corridor Crew? No. So there's a... Corridor Digital does like short films and stuff. And then Corridor Crew is like their behind the scenes channel. And they are friends with that artist people. And they interviewed him after he made all the money. And he showed like, he felt bad that like people were buying his art and they weren't getting anything except for like a download of it. So what he did is he came up with like a, like this plaque thing that you could hang on the wall. That's got a little, um, monitor in it that displays the piece okay. digitally. And like, it comes with all the information written on it and you can hang it on your wall. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And if, if you find that, if you find the, the corridor crew episode where they talk to him about it, he shows it to you and like, it looks really cool for what these people are paying for. And I'm sure when you become a millionaire on that magnitude overnight, it's like, fuck it. Let's just make it the nicest thing we can for them. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's a weird, crazy world out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's definitely something I might experiment with, but it says you need like a hundred bucks to get started in it. And I don't know if I want to <laughs> invest that. Okay, what if <clears throat> what if I put up the money? What if I what if I put up the 100 bucks? Do you split the the profits with me to some degree? To some degree? Okay. I mean, I'm still doing the creative part. Right. No, I you know, you're the silent partner, so keep your mouth shut. Absolutely. <laughs> if if I'm getting paid from it, I will absolutely put up that 100 bucks for you. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. I would do that for you. I want to see you succeed. Yeah, this is really weird. <laughs> but the type of art they're selling is like weird shit. Well, but I don't think it's, it has to be weird shit. It just has to be art that people want to invest in. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. <laughs> I'll back you. I'll be your silent partner. You know, it's like that time Edward James almost asked me about Bitcoin. Seriously? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) He was sitting next to me eating my mom's macaroni and cheese. Oh. And he leaned over and said, what can you tell me about Bitcoin? Pretty much, yes. Like, you're a tech guy. Tell me everything you know. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's a scam. Was this pre or post Battlestar? This was post Battlestar. So did he look at you and say thank you? So say we all. No. No. Okay. He did not. No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Did you call him Madonna? Very weird. I did not call him Madama. I called him Jaime. Jaime. 
from from Jaime Escalante in what was that called? Stand Stand Tall, Stand Proud. Oh, where he's the high school teacher. Was it Stand? No, it wasn't Stand by Me. It was. Uh, it wasn't Stand by Me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Could you could have called him Graf from um, um, Blade Runner? Why? That's not his name. So? So how did he wind up eating macaroni and cheese from your mom? It was at our Christmas potluck at work. Oh. And he happened to be doing a performance for us. Right. And they brought him over for the potluck, and he sat with everybody and stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. Okay. And... um. Yeah, he talked to everybody. He took selfies with everybody. It was really cool. And did he ask who made this wonderful macaroni and cheese? And you said, No, oh, I my told mother. him. Oh. I told him. I said, How's the mac and cheese? It's my mom's recipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brushes with fame. So, so was this before or after he asked you about Bitcoin? Uh, it, that, it was at that same function. Well, I know that, but like. Like, was that like, hey, you're eating my mom's macaroni and cheese? And he said, oh, well, since I'm eating your mom's macaroni and cheese, tell me about Bitcoin. What do you know about Bitcoin? That's exactly how it went, Chris. <laughs> Just like that, really. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I don't know why I find those things interesting. I just do. What? My mom's macaroni and cheese? No, the way that conversations happen. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know about my my afternoon with Mark Hamill where we yes. talked about the, the status of marriage in Hollywood. Yes. And how horrible it was that Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman separated. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact yeah. that Mark Hamill travels around with his daughter who has to keep him on point. Well, keep him on point. Make sure his pants aren't pulled up too high. <laughs> I love You that. know, that kind of stuff. Uh -huh. Yes. Does he check with her of like, did I tell the story already? Yes, dad, no. you told the story. Okay, I'll think of a different <laughs> one. No. Yeah. He's got his shtick down pass. I'm sure he does. And even when he does Q&As, it's like, you know, somebody's going to ask him to talk in the Joker's voice and, mm. you know. <laughs> what was Carrie Fisher really like? Did you guys ever hook up? <laughs> <laughs> did you and Harrison How take turns? Your sucked since then. But it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Well, I did for a while. I mean, he did. He did. Did you ever see the Giver? The the Japanese. I know about it. The Jap yeah, the Japanese thing. The, yeah, with the suit. And they yeah. they turn him into like a big worm or something. <laughs> like some of his finest work. Yes. It's it's his finest work since Empire. I'm telling you. Uh, brushes with fame. That's right. Someday you'll write a book. I will. <sighs> Barbecuing for John Ratzenberger. <laughs> <sighs> Good times. Yep. All the stars, you know them all. That's right. <laughs> the big ones and the small ones. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. You got yep. anything else for this week? 
No, I think that's mm -hmm. it. I know it's getting late where you are. And you're old. It, it's almost night. Well, I am old. <laughs> <laughs> Whippersnapper. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. It's John. Have a good week. Just do it. <laughs>